0: You may have heard the whispers of guardians gathering in the shadows, exploring the mysteries of this world and the worlds which surround us. We are all in search of truth. Sometimes we need to focus that search. Focus that fire. And so we come together. Welcome to Focused Fire Chat welcome to focus fire chat reported live on october 2nd 2021 over on twitch.tv focus fire chat as always i want to give a big shout out to our live chat here with us today thank you so much for joining us once again this week's episodes are going to be focused around exploring who's responsible for this nonsense in the destiny universe this particular episode will serve as what we have come to call the intro session of the week's exploration before we go any further, however, let's run through a quick introduction of who all we have with us on the show. As always, this is your host, Blue Crew 86.
1: Hi, this is Hey, it's Orchid. Um, still here, not fired.
2: And this is Green Eyed Music Lover. I am
1: here again.
2: I don't know why, but I'm here again.
0: She's a glutton for punishment, is why.
2: I
1: am. I do like punishing you.
0: So, uh, sorry. Hi,
1: good morning. Orchid,
0: Orchid is done eating her waffles, so, uh, we're gonna go check on Orchid's Otter Stop real quick.
1: Yes, Orchid's Otter Stop is back. Um, this is where I like just blatantly demand, uh, leave, leave, leaving us a review on iTunes. So please do that. Um, the correct number of stars is five stars. If you are ever so kind, um, it would really help other people find us now that we're back. So, uh, please do that. It would be really nice. Um, if you'd like, you can leave us a question and we'll answer it or, you know, just say nice stuff about us. Or don't say nice stuff about us. But still leave Just five. say stars.
0: something. Just say something. Say
1: do you know what? Like, ask otter questions and I'll answer them.
0: She Ooh, will. She that's will totally a challenge. She will totally mm-hmm. answer any otter questions you have.
1: Yeah. I love talking about
0: otters. So
1: how many fingers do an otter have?
0: Does five? an otter
2: have? They have five on each hand?
1: Depends on the kind of otter.
2: Do they have opposable thumbs? Mm-mm. No?
1: They do not. Huh. Yeah, pause. Dancing
0: Dancing Viru says that what a good example of a review to leave would be good paper quality.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll talk about paper all day.
0: She will. And about how she's Mm -hmm. shorting the American people of toilet paper.
1: I am. I constantly do that.
0: But more importantly, Orchid, who's responsible for this nonsense that is going on in the Destiny universe right now?
1: Savathun. Slash green eyed music lover.
2: Hey, hey, we've never proved that I'm Zavathun.
1: We've also not ever disproved that you're Zavathun. Have you
0: ever been in the room with Zavathun at the same time?
1: This... According to the missions, <laughs> yes. I was going to say this season, yes, you have. <laughs> She's got real big football pad shoulders. <laughs>
0: Wasn't that a fashion statement like in the in the what was it, the eighties or the seventies? The the big
1: eighties. Yeah, it's a it's a look. Like you you can't blame her. She's just got these like
0: it's definitely a look. I will give you that acknowledgement. But okay, so like so first off, you know, who the major characters that we probably are gonna be kind of circling around talking about, right? It's obviously Osiris. Or yes, the puppet that is known as Osiris, um, <gasps> <My> Lakshmi. <heart. laughs> Lakshmi is a huge another puppet that we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. Who's another good puppet that we could talk? Ikora is another well, kind of kind of puppet. Um, yes, Marasov. It's not really a puppet, kind of maybe a puppet. Not sure. Um, Crow. Or, well, I guess, slight spoiler for this week. Have you guys played the story missions Mm -hmm. this week? Okay. Yep. Orchid, have you played the story missions this week?
1: I've been playing New World.
0: Okay, so 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 you haven't played the story missions?
1: I don't know what Destiny is anymore. uh, Because New World has eaten my life.
0: So do you care if we spoil a little bit of a beat? No. Okay, so Crow now knows who he is. (gasps) Oh! And Glint is pissed. Glint is pissed. And it's like. Oh no,
1: so Savathun was the one that told him?
0: Yes, yes.
1: Oh, people owe me money. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I win.
2: The thing that you're worried about. You
1: win. This is the best.
0: So I I actually I, I've gotten to I've actually gotten to have a bit of respect for Sabathun's character the way they've written her because they have done an amazing job with presenting her as an honest liar like she is definitely lying but she's doing it through <clears throat> honesty and it's really well done um, she also is really painting a or shining a light on the questionable nature of what we've done, um, which is historically accurate to her character as well. Um, another character that we'll probably get a little bit into for, I guess at least as last season would be Mithrax. Um, he was, he was a big player in last season and orchid, I'll probably rely on you a little bit because I wasn't able to play last season, Uh, because, you know, things. That's okay,
1: I got you. I got you about last season.
0: But, like, leading up to this season and kind of talking about who's responsible for the insanity that's going on right now, last season was a really big beat in that explanation. Um, And then, yeah, Green threw in their St. 14. St. 14's interesting. They they recently had a sit-down conversation with um, Julia and... Thikyoshi, who's who's what's his name? Stevenson's? Is it? Sorry, I can't remember. But anyways, they had a a sit down with the two of them talking about the evolution of how they've been writing stories and how they've kind of gotten into this episodic weekly TV esque presentation of stories and, and how that's kind of developed into what it is now and how it is so nice for the the writing team and also how it's so nice for the players because it gives us something to come back to and there was a really good point that they made in that the parallel between saint 14 being rescued by osiris and our character and now saint 14 is in a position to rescue osiris with our character and how that's that kind of like as a um a parallel arc there and that's i thought that was really cool you know, there, there was a couple other things that they talked about in that article. I will uh, definitely recommend that article to anybody. It's very short, very short, very, very cool to kind of see behind the scenes a little bit on the narrative side of developing the game. Take a step back <clears throat> to talk about what got us into where we are now with the shoulder pads. Orchid Green, what happened last season? that led to, I've read the entries, right? I haven't played any of the game, but I've read the entries. So I know that there was, there was a bit of, um, insanity going on with the factions. Uh, Lakshmi was, uh, made a call to action that didn't quite pan out the best way, but what, how, how did that all happen? How did that kind of come to fruition?
1: Um, Do you
2: want to take lead on that?
1: Yeah. So last season, kind of in a nutshell, um, there was something called the Endless Night that occurred. So there was a VEX simulation that kind of descended over the city and it kind of created a lot of chaos. And if you live in the Pacific Northwest, the idea of not having sun for like months at a time um, is nothing new. And like, we're very used to it. But um, for other people, it it's kind of a shock that you just don't see the sun for a while. And it kind of like makes you a little bit crazy because you're just you're not used to seeing it. You're not used to being in the dark for that long, especially like living in Alaska or living um, in Washington. You're just like you're just kind of in the dark a lot. And it's, you just, you get used to it. But I mean, if being in the city and having sunshine all the time, and then kind of it, it, you descend into this chaos. And so there are a lot of lore entries from last season that describe this, this like kind of like mental chaos that a lot of the, the Denzians of the city kind of descended into. Like there's one, um, I think on the grid skipper pulse rifle that. Uh, there was this gentleman who was starting to see hallucinations of um, the fallen and thought they were on the roof of his house. And he's like, they're invisible and I can hear them. And like he ended up like waking up in his garden, like completely trashed his garden. And his son is trying to wake him up. And so he had like he had seen he had, he had seen hallucinations and heard these hallucinations. And I'm assuming that had like a lot of that had, had happened to a lot of the people there. And so it had created this tension between the fall and actually moving into the city. Cause that had happened kind of kind of towards the beginning of the season that we had given them um, where, Um, if you'd played Scourge of the Past, um, which is a super, super great raid, if you'd ever done that raid before, um, before they sunset it, um, that's where the Fallen moved into. Icora gave them that space to live and not everyone agreed with that. Who lived in the city, like in game, um, that was a kind of a place of contention. So you have these enemies for hundreds of years suddenly living next to you. And everyone now mentally lives in chaos because they haven't seen the sun. And you don't know if this endless night, which is what they're calling it, is kind of driving them mad. And if it's actually just because they haven't seen the sun or if it's actually, like, actually doing something mentally to them. And so that's kind of the the crux of like the entire season
2: like the yeah and the reason that mithrax and them were brought in like i Mm -hmm. brought them in is kind of harboring them but also mithrax helped us right right like mithrax gave us the spicer gauntlet to allow us to get into the vex network and be able to counter the endless night so Mm -hmm. it was actually integral integral in our success and being able to get rid of it yeah. Little did we know we were being played all along.
1: Mm-hmm. So a big part of it, um, the factions actually played a part of it finally. And uh, there is a little piece of contention between like the players themselves was, was this a way for Bungie to just like write the factions out of the game? Finally, the like final kind of swan song of all the factions. Um, so which I think it was personally i think so they haven't served
2: really a purpose in a while and yeah every faction had things prior except for new monarchy or not new monarchy except for future war cult everyone Mm -hmm. had something against the other factions but future war cult was always like that pristine one Mm -hmm. i think this was the one this whole lakshmi arc really showcased that even lakshmi has issues i know pristine my air quotes that you can't see and because it's a podcast, but, uh,
0: well, the reason I, the reason I kind of laughed at that was because that was ironically <clears throat> the argument against bringing the future war cult on to the, uh, mm-hmm. the great factions was, or be, uh, from the consensus was because even from the get go, the other consensus members right re- recognized and, identified them as fanatics. Like, mm-hmm. they, they because, because going way back, Future War Cult replaced the Concordat. And the reason they replaced them was because the Concordat was basically, like, trying to run a coup against the Speaker and other individuals, and a New Monarchy put them down. And so then the consensus was like, oh, we need... You know, we need to fill their seats uh, or their seat, um, which is how Future War Cult got brought in. But even then, the other members of the Consensus were hesitant about New Monarchy because of their fanaticism and their zealousness towards the basically what exactly happened. Um, so it was kind of a self-fulfilling... Well, not really a self-fulfilling prophecy, but it was an interesting prophecy that we saw kind of fulfilled with that. Sorry. Go 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 ahead, Greg.
2: <laughs> You're good. You're good. I was just defending my new monarchy past. Um, I think it was a really good way for them to write the, the factions out. Mm-hmm. They've kind of fulfilled their purpose for what they initially set them out for. And now we see that no group no one group is better than the other they all have problems they all have their issues they whether they're fanatics or nihilist or politicians whatever they're all going to have their own problems and Lakshmi being manipulated which we knew she was capable of being manipulated prior to that season because didn't she have um her own people keeping things from her
0: about yes uh, they were they wrote she, was it Chioma well, they were afraid that she was becoming another Chio, uh, another. Um, you said Chioma, now I can't think of. I
2: know it's stuck in your uh, head. Sundaresh, Sundaresh. Yes,
0: they were saying they they basically started calling her another Sundaresh, and which you know kind of paints a light on how people perceived that whole relationship between which was I found that. I found that interesting too because Maya within the lore was always actually kind of the level headed one. Uh, so to hear that Sundarish was kind of the one that went off in the deep end a little bit uh, within the future war cults histories at least was an interesting little tidbit. Um, so I guess real quick um, and I kind of asked this in our chat. So I know, I know ultimately the end, I know the ultimate end for Lakshmi uh, that didn't, that ended with a a, a a gunshot in the dark. Um, but what happened to the other factions? Where where is Dead Orbit and New Monarchy at this point? Where's Hideo and well, where are the faction representatives? I guess I should say
1: they left.
0: So they did. They did leave. So they are. So mm-hmm. they have been mm-hmm. completely because that was not really clear within the passages that I read. Um, there was hints that like had, or there was hints that. Uh, the Iraqs were finally kind of pushing that final push to kind of get out. Um, but there was never anything in the text that said, all right, peace. And they, you know, they'd never really left. So did that happen in game? Yeah, that that, they okay. they left
1: like, yeah, I think it was in game. They both they left together that Orbit oh. took new monarchy with them.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah, I they left was, together. Uh, that's i One find that panels. interesting oh okay mm-hmm. okay i find that interesting because new monarchy always made fun of dead orbit for, for yeah wanting to leave but
1: mm-hmm. yeah no i think they just way they went together eventually um my mentioned it um viru saying
2: i think that mm-hmm. the huh, political loss that lakshmi set up because there was no escaping that. She got herself w- way more involved than even new Monarchy ever did that. I can well, tell. I know
0: Jalal shut him down, which was like a huge yeah. thing because they came. I remember in the lore, in the, in the entries, uh, Hideo seemed like he was kind of like, he was going along with it, but he wasn't like super comfortable, but he was like, mm-hmm. eh, it, it, We've we've reached a point where it something needs to be done, and Lakshmi was the you know the person doing it. So Hideo was like, oh fine, whatever. But then I remember in the entries they went to Jalal, and Jalal's like, uh, no, we're leaving. Like
1: mm-hmm. you guys do whatever mm-hmm. you
0: want, but this is you know we agree it is time to do something. But what we're doing is we're leaving. And then I think they went to Saint fourteen. Was it was it Saint fourteen or was it Shacks? that they tracked down in the Probably city. Probably
2: Saint.
1: Probably or, yeah, Saint, was It was, yeah.
0: was Saint-14 because they were trying to, because uh, that's kind of where the starting of the hints of Osiris kind of started. But then Saint-14 basically was like, we're going to pretend like we didn't have this conversation. And that was an interesting... Yes. Or yeah, yes. they went to Saladin first and then Saint, yeah. Thank you, Black The Flag.
2: thing that I found really interesting about the way that the writers portrayed the osiris arc and this in this section is you start to get hints of osiris not being quite on it even in like you get the visual effects of it because there's little cutscenes where either. he's like standing on the edge of everything happening people are reaching out to him like one of the final scenes in the season was when Ikora was calling out to osiris to help okay. and he's just basically standing over there and i th- is he the one who kills lakshmi do we know who kills Lakshmi? We know that it's she dies. In the,
0: it's not in the entries. Because that's what—that's actually what I was going to ask is, do we see anything in-game that explains?
2: We just see her body. We okay. walk over the top of her body when we start that final mission, right?
1: Yeah, she's just dead there. I think the Vex kill her. Um, okay. Because she talks about Osiris opening the portal. Yeah. Um, like when that last uh, mission opens for mm-hmm. us and then she's dead. Yeah. So that's what Chats, I, think just, I, I think the Vex just, I think the Vex just kill a, her.
2: Yeah, he was there though. So he could have been the one to kill her. We don't he, have any hard evidence either way.
1: He could be. Um, It's obviously it's Sabathun at that point because it was Sabathun right. the whole time. It's always Sabathun. Right. Right.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, like, I hesitate to even say that because that would be getting Sabathun. I mean, it's not that Sabathun doesn't have a qualm about that, but that seems mm-hmm. a little bit more direct than she was involved. She, she was manipulating pieces the entire time, but she never, like, kind of like what you're saying, she wasn't involved. It seems like mm-hmm. she was like, because it, it's easier to be like, oh, the Vex killed her. I mean, like, you were there, but I couldn't do anything. You know, mm-hmm. instead of, like, instead of flat out, and this kind of goes into my whole perception of Sabathun as the honest liar. She's like, this, the Vex killed her, but you were there. So why, you know, did you kill her? No. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I didn't kill her, but I also didn't save her. You know, that's kind of the, right. the thing that I kind of get there. Uh, dancing, dancing Veru. Uh, it says we heard a radio message of Lakshmi who was announcing to throw the elixir into the portals, and then there was a vex noise. Then um, yeah, Osiris Sabathu claimed she'd be able to control the vex with it, which was a lie. So again, though, though I also find that interesting because again, it's a character who is killed by their own hubris. Because Mm -hmm. they're they're like, no, this is what, you know, this is the, this is what I've wished for. Play with what you will on that statement. And be careful what you wish for. Because now you, you got your Vex portal. Oh, wait. That doesn't, you know, that doesn't give you Mm -hmm. exactly what you're, you're hoping. Can we talk about the
2: Osiris being possessed by savathun like when that happens because that was the thing i saw on twitter a lot is everyone's like when did this happen kind of thing and it's like it's not that hard to figure out just i don't think anybody Especially
1: ever outright it's...
0: said it uh no she... it happened on the moon yeah Sabathun said it savathun pretty much admitted that that's when she took him was when the whole thing with sagira happened
1: yeah like immediately
0: afterwards I mean that's that's the whole theory about the the similarities between Sagira and the Hive Ghost is Sagira's is not actually gone. Mm. Oh gosh. There's there's a there's I, a there's a very. I made
2: that as a joke.
0: I there's that's a, a thing. Oh yeah, yeah, and it, I mean there's there's some. No, that's like a thing. There's something yeah. to it because if you look at the models between the frame, the the yeah. models yeah, they're
1: they're very similar.
0: Yeah, I I mean I remember seeing them and being like, "Huh, that's interesting," and I mean mm-hmm. I didn't really think anything of it, but I can totally see with the twist that they're playing with Osiris. It's like, "Oh yeah, well, where's you know Osiris is no longer here," air quotes. So there's nothing to say that Segira is also not being possessed by something.
2: It's interesting. Speaking of the possession aspect, do we have any hint whatsoever? Like I haven't found anything, but I haven't read a lot of the lore this season. Is there any hint that Osiris is he, like his body is yes. anywhere?
0: Uh, mm-hmm. His body might. So his body, no, but his mind is definitely still present. Because we okay. have, um, we have a. There was an entry. The bow. God. It's a it wolf the wolf tone
1: draw bow. Yeah, okay, black black yeah. dropped it into chat. Where he's where it's he's wolf like tone draw bow. Yeah. He
0: he mm-hmm. recognize He's uh he's a passive um pa- He's a passenger in his mind, watching Savathun interact with everything. So like <gasps> he watches Savathun interact with Saint Fourteen, and it's like it was like I'm like this is this is dark. Like this is psychologically an issue because no one knows like this was, it was a per, It was the perception of when no one knew that Osiris was Sabathun. So like he was watching her puppet him around and watching how everybody kind of was like weird about it. But then, uh, like Sabathun set up the whole fight with St. 14. Um, with the whole uh, trials of Osiris and uh, what's her face? Not Sharia, not, not Sharia. Um, oh, the, the other, the other one that went dark. Um,
2: the, in the trials of Osiris. Yeah. Sharia, Sharia oh,
0: okay. was one of them, but there was another one. Sco, uh, uh, Sola, Sola, uh, anyways, so there was a scene in the entries where Osiris was walking by and St. 14 basically confronts Osiris and it's like, Hey, there's a lot of this stuff going on in trials and I need your advice. And Osiris, Sabathun, basically responds with, well, you need to take better notes because we can learn from that. Not, and St. 14 got pissed because he was like, no, we need to learn how to to stop it. And Osiris was like, why would we stop it? This is a perfect opportunity to learn more about the darkness which was basically Sabathun being like, oh, hey, look, we can figure out how guardians are using darkness to hint, 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 create darkness guardians. Black Flag is talking about Osiris asking Crow to bring dead ghosts to him in the tower from, from Spider's personal collections, which is another kind of passing theory about where all these ghosts are coming from that are resurrecting Hive in the future
2: that makes it really interesting as far as the shell of the ghost that the ghost itself is needed to
0: the drone it's corrupted at that point mm-hmm. you mean you mean the the Clovis Bay drone that housed energy
2: uh-huh mhm
0: mm-hmm. oh okay. but they
2: need that to be able i know there's I no precedent able... at all
0: that we've we've established that humans have created a shell and then put paracausal energy bathed in light of darkness from the vex into it to create life but that, that's never happened in this game
2: when i get the okay from bungie that that is a thing like when that gets announced i will take my victory lap okay guys i will absolutely take my victory lap but i'm not gonna go there yet i'm sorry I don't it's like say it. it's
0: it's one of those things where it's like the only reason i'm not doubling down on it is because it's such a red herring like it's such mm-hmm. like there is so many things that are like hey guys you know they did this they refer to him as drones there's clovis bray's entire exo thing like i'm like
2: <sighs> when they say it i will take oh, yeah. my victory lap and i will just be on twitter blow <laughs> it up for the next
1: Three days. I'm here that. for it when that happens. I cannot Gosh, wait oh, for that. So black flag.
0: Fun. Black flag is saying this in chat. And this cracks me up because this my so my wife obviously has knows that I do a podcast. Surprise. I know she she's figured it out after six years of me doing this. She has no idea of like what goes on in Destiny. She she kinda has like a passing knowledge of lore but her theory is exactly what black flag just said in chat is that the ghosts are just the souls of people who died in the collapse that they've been placed in drones and that the traveler is a noah's ark of of the golden civilization or a golden civilization not necessarily ours but a golden civilization and that's what the the when the ghosts are interacting it's the whole dynamic of finding a body that allows them to animate a physical body that matches with their soul. And it's like this huge, uh, she, she has an entire paper actually. <laughs> that's really well done. And it's, I'm like, I, I love reading it because I'm like, you're not wrong. I don't know if you're right, <laughs> but this mm-hmm. is, this actually holds water. So, but yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm very interested in seeing where the conclusion for the, the, uh, I think the light, dark, Arc is what they're referring to it as.
1: That makes so much sense. I never thought about that before.
0: Oh, I'll send you. I'll send you it. It's it's really funny reading it because again, it's like, uh, I want to disagree with it because it's so. I can't. Just like, But you can't. You can't. It's like her. It's like her uh, theory on how to combat the Vex, which I won't repeat. But oh, repeat <laughs> she's, it.
2: On the no you don't want to pee on this (laughs) she's like why
0: don't you just pee on them they're -hmm. liquid what are they gonna do go stand uphill i can't they they roll downhill they're liquid (laughs) she's like i don't understand why this is such a big deal oh like you're not duh you're not wrong (laughs) but you you can't
2: (laughs) i need somebody some artist who does, like, the, the little Calvin boy and Hobbs. that's got... Yeah, the one who's looking over his shoulder and he's peeing on something. I just need there to be, like, a vex milk Goblet. puddle. I don't know how you would just, like, draw that to make that work, but I would put that on my car.
1: She's not wrong. She's not, and that's...
0: No. I will mean, we'll have to get her on and let her explain her entire theory of Xur, which I think, Green, you've heard her... her Skinny diatribe face. about Xur.
1: It's...
0: So I want Destiny
1: as described by someone who's never played
0: Destiny oh my before God. I she need would, this She would fit that perfectly <laughs> I need she... that <laughs> Bibbletron, Use an 18 PSI pressure washer Best weapon against the Vex <laughs> <laughs>
2: Obviously
1: Isn't that what Mythic class is at this Pretty point? Much. They made the weapon and then gave it to us Why would they do that?
0: Because they needed somebody they a... to clean the side of their house, but they didn't realize that in doing so, if you hold it at the same spot for long enough, it bores a hole into it. <laughs> Anyone who's ever actually played with a pressure washer knows exactly what I'm talking about.
1: I did that to my dad's, like, backyard, like, very, like not very well done, like, cement, like patio when I was a kid.
2: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and bored a hole in it. I got in so much trouble. <laughs>
0: so the nonsense Anyways. that we are currently in is because the Vex <laughs> invented a pressure washer and
1: and I'm currently just getting deleted by it in Crucible every single day.
0: <laughs> Which actually, speaking of Crucible and and that was an interesting entry to read was her watching the what she refers to as the squandering of gifts by the the guardians. She there's a there's a. Uh, entry I heard gifts.
1: I heard gifts and not gifts. Like, yeah, that too. works too.
0: That uh, works too. I totally totally have gifts. head canonical I was just
1: picturing just like gifts. I just thought you were <laughs> squandering just gifts.
0: Just like ticka 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 ticka. Send. Um, yes, the guardians would totally be squandering gifts uh, or gifs. I guess whichever camp you fall into. Um, it should never be GIFs if it is. is, The creator you know, I'm said right that it's GIF. Don't
1: the you creator know, is wrong.
0: It stands for graphical. I bet he
1: also eats crunchy peanut butter, okay? Hey,
0: whoa, calm down on the accusations there, <laughs> waffle lover. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I eat waffles for a very specific reason. <laughs> I cannot say it on this podcast.
0: so anyways there's an entry where osiris is watching a crucible match and it's a savathun as osiris and there's like this really interesting presentation of her thought process of like watching all these guardians and she's like this is the biggest waste of a gift um (laughs) that that they can do and, like, the the talking about, like, the empty arrogance and stuff like that was a really, it was really interesting to see her, per, like, a, the the darkness's, pers- or not the darkness, but a member of the darkness's um, perspective of something that is so commonplace for Guardians.
2: So, do you remember which entry that is? Is that where he's um to- I can look a, it up Osiris real Osiris slash Sabathun? The other thing that I find super interesting is how much material have, has anybody actually gone through and like marked every single piece of Osiris stuff since Osiris has been Zavathun? Like, do we know everything that Zavathun has been filtering?
0: I find it really interesting because... As much as uh, or as much as Sabathun preaches about subtlety, she was not very subtle as Osiris. She was pretty blunt with her treatment of Saladin, with Ikora, with Saint Fourteen. Um,
2: but is that out of character for Osiris? No, no,
0: no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. But I mean, it's not hard to trace the the connections that she's had. For those of us who are outside of character reading it, it's pretty mm-hmm. it's a pretty mm-hmm. clear thing. Uh the lore entry was for the I think it's Chi Kaisera Ch- Mello. It's the um is that an auto rifle, I think? Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: The Kaisera Mello is it's the Like, second point, he says, Osiris watches the crucible match unfold. He does not cheer for either opponent. When a ghost appears to revive the defeated warrior, Osiris leans forward in careful study. When Saint places a hand on his forearm, Osiris holds him possibly still, just to see what the other man will do. Like, there's this really creepy scene of him walking through the city, and something underneath his robes erupts, and he calms, he composes himself trailing careless spatters of black fluid uh, behind him. There's the crucible match. There's him watching Crow and the Guardian sharing a drink. And then there's the scene where, this is this is the one where it, it basically confirms when Savathun takes over Osiris, is the high celebrant howls in the catacombs and he hears his sister's voice buried in its roar. Sabathun, physical form in a twisting instar, emerges from the shadows and crawls over the shattered pieces of the ghost. She reaches towards the ruined man. So it's folly. So, I mean, soft confirmation that Sagira actually did destroy her shell. Now, I have something to say on that in just a second, but also a confirmation that that was when Sabathun possessed Osiris. Um, to go back to Sagira this is not the first time that Sagira would have spiritually not had a physical shell and still survived. Because if you remember in Curse of Osiris, she stole Argos shell. She literally did not have a shell, but she was still present.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So again, I'm not. I'm not saying that Sagira is still out there, but I'm saying that there is technically a very thin precedence that Sagira could come back in in the same capacity that Osiris could come back.
2: The line that really kind of stands out to me is Zavathun squeezes through the calcified channels of ascendant energy and manifests within the dangling Ahamkara skull, meaning the Ahamkara are still connected. Mm-hmm. To the ascendant realm.
0: Well, because you also have the two. So at the bottom of the Dreaming City, there's the two Ahamkara skulls that you can trade stuff with. Mm-hmm. They're mm-hmm. skulls, but they're still they're still. You can still. Have I you think, gone
2: back and tried to? Mm-hmm. They won't let you anymore. Uh,
0: That's yeah, not true. Yeah, they will. I just wasn't able yeah. to. Yeah, really, I wasn't able to because when I was right? when I was chasing one of the skews, I had to go down there, and one of the skews mm-hmm. is right beside him. And then I walked by and I I didn't, but it's prompt. It still prompts you to trade. Uh, yeah. Whatever. It is, no, vows. I
1: needed because I was low on Queen's foil. Or uh, Marasov's bathwater. So I had to go buy some.
2: You know, you could just ask her now. She's right there.
1: I know, but she won't get in the bathtub for me. So I had to go buy some.
2: Do we want to get into all the tangle that is the Zabathun setting up this season? Like every little thing that she did to help direct people into that?
0: I don't know if necessarily we can get into every little thing, but overall, what are you what are you thinking about? Like what are some of the big ones?
2: The positioning Mm -hmm. that she put different people in different places, like getting Osiris to get Saint back. Mm -hmm. I think was part of her plan as well. I think she accounted for a lot of things and the getting Saint back to now that may be a convenience factor that Saint is taking care of trials of Osiris, but getting Saint back lets Osiris drop his guard a little bit further. And then Osiris going to the moon, doing the whole thing To get a hold of Crow, getting Crow back involved. There's a lot... I think there's a lot more going on as far as, like, Zabithun manipulating everybody on the outside to get to this point. Especially, gosh, everything the reveal. With Crow knowing now what he did. And knowing about Cade. It's... There's so many different threads. It's like Mara, but way darker.
0: Yes. I would I would say also that we see Crow as growing from Aldrin in his response to learning about his history because he there's the the conversation that you have with him afterwards in which he's like super pissed at you. but then by mm-hmm. the end of the conversation he he basically says, you know he understands why we did what he we did and sure, yeah. he says that he doesn't know that he would not have done the same so sure. like there's this there's this i think interestingly enough i think there's a kind of with it's kind of similar to with the whole taboo of anna bray right there's there's this learning and then exceeding your past self now i understand why it's taboo because of the the risk of reverting back to maybe not the best person um because you know there's the risk of oh now it's Aldrin because because not only does crow know he was Aldrin no he actually has all the memories of Aldrin now he was right. given all his past knowledge so he is actually unique in the guardian ranks in like Anna Bray knows she was Anna Bray but she doesn't have memories of Anna Bray. Aldrin actually has his entire history that he experienced, he now has. Now, there's an elephant in the room with that because Savathun is the one who gave him those memories, which begs the Mm -hmm. question of which version of the memories did she give? Mm -hmm. Um, Which I'm not too unsure we're going to probably deal with at a later date but you know the fact is is that he has this knowledge now whether it's tainted or not he has knowledge of before he was a guardian but he still has the powers of a guardian
2: but he has the saving grace of the humbling period that was all of crow before this yes, moment
0: and that is exactly where i love seeing the the marriage of those two psyches in the character that we saw after in the conversation with him. I I, I loved seeing Crow acknowledge that he is scared of becoming Aldrin again. He is mm-hmm. terrified of becoming the person that he was. Um I, I I really like that. Yeah, and then Black Flag also he makes a comment that he has told Ikora... That he needs to be as far away from everybody as possible he needs to I think what he, I think the thing that he said was he needs to be in a position where he can make choices that he knows are his own um, mm-hmm. and I saw something and I don't know if this was somewhere in the game that I missed, but I saw something about some he's going back to Venus was that that might have been someone theory crafting i don't i just saw a passing message about it black flag says yes i don't know i don't remember i i didn't i didn't see that in game and i haven't seen it in lore just yet i haven't read everything that just came out recently okay isolation lore page dropped this week okay thanks black flag i haven't read that one yet yeah so i think that's the ripples book um so that that is that is in and of itself also interesting because he was obsessed with Venus as Aldrin, um, yeah, which has its own he possible oh connections.
2: Sp- okay, so I need my like little string board. <laughs> you ready?
0: They have an emote for that now, and Ikora has one yeah. too.
2: It's equipped. I keep it equipped for the moments like these. Aldrin <laughs> brings the Ahamkara into mm-hmm. this reality with Mara. Ahamkara caused all problems, blah, blah, blah. Fast forward, Savathun is using Ahamkara to show up in different places and weave her song. Guardians are wearing Ahamkara. Savathun has been talking to guardians the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, looking at the full circle too, who inspired crow to bring that baby Riven you can you can start if you step back far enough you're like oh wait all these dots are actually connected mm-hmm. that's the path to insanity
2: the amount of complication in this story like I was Issa Cole and I were playing the game earlier this week I had already finished the mission so I knew what was happening Cole was yelling at me because I don't understand this story i don't get what's going on all this rage all this rage about hated how the story was being written just play this mission just play the mission just just (laughs) go do the mission it will all come together and to be fair i get cole's frustration because until this mission it seemed very windy and you didn't know where it was heading You knew there was a lot of, like, angst because Aldrin. Mm -hmm. Maybe Zavathun created the Ahamkara to combat the Worm Gods. I'm curious if Zavathun used Uh, the Ahamkara prior in the fight with the Ecumen. If you want to go way back. Because she she infiltrated them. She infiltrated them as
0: uh, bishops. The ecumen. She did bishops. Uh, Now, that being said, they did, I think they were described as dragons, but, Mm -hmm. but I mean, so this is, this is the really fun part when you start getting into like Ahamkara lore is because it's really hard to say that Ahamkara are dragons. They're referred to as witch dragons, but they're also shapeshifters. So they can, they can hold any, like, I mean, there's the, there, we have multiple scenes of them being in multiple forms. I mean, from human to dogs, to, to actual dragons, which was a fun entry with Shax, Um, but like, I don't, yeah, I have to, I don't know. That's a, that's an excellent, excellent thought might be something we jump into within the uh the advance piece.
2: Any final thoughts on who's responsible for this mess? Because even though we have a clear cut answer, there's a lot of steps to get there.
0: Yeah, I think I mean, ultimately I think the responsibility honestly lies with everybody.
1: If you had to really trace it back, I would say it's Osiris's fault. That's rude. It's true it's his who hu- it's his hubris is what drove everything here whoa. honestly
0: whoa let's talk about hubris let's talk about queen marasov like let's talk about marasov's hubris of
1: i created this entire species i yeah but i, I if mm-hmm. i had to lay blame at someone's feet like directly mm-hmm. at least mm-hmm. in the in the short term i would blame osiris for a lot of this
2: let's talk about that in the advanced episode you're not mm-hmm. wrong
0: but you're also not right i'm rarely right about anything <laughs> <laughs> so shout outs to orchid being neither she's she's the schrodinger of lore is she's neither wrong nor right apparently by her own admission this is
1: correct i am the yep. schrodinger's cat of lore yep
0: the schrodinger's otter of lore there you go
1: yeah i like that yep i also like to sit in boxes and meep <laughs> great what about you
2: My brain broke because they don't meep in boxes. It's the whole point of this experiment. You don't know if they're alive or dead. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh,
0: If you get a box from Orchid, it might or might not contain a live otter. (laughs) Just don't open it.
2: Shout outs to Zavathun. We're just going to stay with that one because in some ways it's safer than otter boxes.
0: Otter boxes are really safe. They're really good ways to protect your equipment. Um, I have one on my phone. I (laughs) I do too. So thank you for your time. And until next time, remember, with wisdom we conquer. Stand strong, stand tall, and keep exploring.